Welcome everyone to this Thursday edition of Daily Devotions with South Canyon Lutheran Church. I am Pastor Eric here. This week we've been going through uh, the book of Jonah and uh, I, I've been reading from the children's Bible the past couple of days, this Spark House Story Bible, but uh, alas, we came to the end of the children's Bible and there was still a solid chapter left within the actual book, but... Uh, the story in the children's Bible, and I think this is probably often how it's been told to us, it ends with the people of Nineveh repenting. And I suppose that's a, a nice solid ending to the story, and I understand why if you're telling the story to children, you might stop there. That uh, You got the whale in, which is obviously the exciting part. The people changed their way, and it's a happy ending for, for everybody. But the actual book of Jonah goes on for another chapter, and I actually think that this is the, the most important part of the book. But if you're telling it for a children's audience, and this is why I think your children's Bible may mislead you, it's hard to keep Jonah as the hero once you read this last chapter. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read the whole chapter here for you, and then we'll dig into it a little. So, beginning at chapter 4, the people have repented. God has decided that God is not going to bring his judgment, his calamity upon them. But this was very displeasing to Jonah, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, is not this what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and ready to relent from punishing. And now, O oh Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat down east of the city and made a booth for himself there. He sat under it in the shade, waiting to see what would become of the city. The Lord God appointed a bush and made it come up over Jonah to give shade over his head, to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that he might die. He said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And he said, Yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You are concerned about the bush for which you did not labor and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hands from their left, and also many animals? Now, perhaps we can understand why it would be hard to explain to, to children why God has forgiven all of these people and Jonah is angry to the point of death about it. But that is exactly what happens. And certainly it's hard to see Jonah as the hero of the story when we get to the ending and things have all gone as God wanted them to. The people have turned, they've repented, and Jonah is all angry about it. And that's the question that God asks. Is it right for you to be angry? And then there's this strange little story which is a little bit confusing and perhaps would be hard to explain to children, but there's this little story about the bush appearing 
Um, and Jonah's happy about the bush. It's giving him shade from the, the sun. But when dawn came up, the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. And when the sun rose, God prepared a sultry wind and the sun beat down. And Jonah says again, it is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the bush? Of course, the lesson here and the implied answer is no, it's not right. But um, the point of this whole illustration is here you have Jonah who's not at all concerned about the people of Nineveh, rather wishes they would be they would be destroyed. But this bush that grows up out of nowhere, it gets destroyed and Jonah is concerned. He is angry to the point of wanting to die. And yet he seems to be suggesting, not he seems to be, he's suggesting he believes that Jonah or that God shouldn't be upset about the destruction of the city of Nineveh at all. I think that this last chapter is the heart of the book of Jonah because it really teaches us two things. One, it offers a warning. Another warning, don't be like Jonah. Jonah's self-righteous to the end of the story. He's most definitely not the hero, as we're warned from the beginning when we're told that he's fleeing the presence of God. Don't follow Jonah. Jonah's self-righteous. And in contrast to Jonah, the heart of this book of Jonah is God's grace. That God's mercy shown to Nineveh far surpasses our own sense of what is right and deserved. We certainly have that tendency to be like Jonah, to be self-righteous, and to look down, to judge, even condemn others. But God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness far surpass our own. Thanks be to God for that. If anyone tells you that the God of the Old Testament is not a gracious one, Tell them they need to go back and read Jonah again. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the grace, mercy, and forgiveness that is revealed to us in the book of Jonah, that is shown to the people of Nineveh, and that you show to us through your Son, Jesus Christ, and again and again, each and every day. We live and we rest in your grace. And we pray, Lord, that we would not be like Jonah, but that you would make us gracious and that we can be patient and merciful and forgiving of those that we encounter in our days. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for... Thank you for joining me this week. Sorry about that. Uh, as we've looked through the book of Jonah, and I hope, first, I hope I didn't ruin anyone's favorite Bible story there. Um, I said at the beginning of the week that as much as I don't like Jonah, I do love the book of Jonah. And I hope that through this week, you've maybe been able to find um, some deeper lessons and some richer meaning in a story that has a lot more to it than what you're going to get from your children's Bible. So I certainly invite you to go back and read Jonah again because there's some wonderful humor 
an irony in there, but also some brilliant lessons about grace and mercy. So rest in that, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend.